drugs, poverty, and hopelessness. His battlegrounds are the toughest neighborhood schools and housing projects on Peoria's South Side. Yes. Personally and professionally, he is devoted to helping those who need it most. Mm -hmm. His weapons are a persistently positive attitude, accountability, and a well-worn Bible. Yeah. A well-worn Bible. Yeah, it said if your Bible is a mess, then your life won't be in a mess. But if your Bible is clean, then you need to get to your word because your life is a mess. Reverend Craig continues to share his testimony and preach the gospel and has had the opportunity to preach throughout the United States and in Africa. Reverend Williams is Southside Missions First African American Executive Director. Can you believe that? The first African American Executive Director, Director, and you're striving to continue the legacy of Helen, I hope I say this right, Hain, Hain, founder of the Southside Mission to deliver programs and services that restore the lives of the people God sends to the mission. While continuing the mission's passions for our youth, Reverend Williams is also leading the mission into the future with its vision possible expansion efforts, all designed to help Southside Mission live out its mission to proclaim Jesus Christ and in his name, love our neighbors and provide hope to the community through life-transforming ministries. Reverend Williams and his wife Darlene are married for 32 years. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Approach ministry as a team and act together to make an impact, particularly on the youth in their community. He is a father of three and a grandfather of five and continues to make his family a top priority in his life, surpassed only by his dedication to God. He is determined to pass the message of God's unconditional love on to those who need to hear it most. On a more personal level, I began working with Reverend Craig probably in 2017, and we used to meet, and me, him and some other pastors used to meet with our mayor and city leaders to discuss our problems, our issues. And that meeting came as a result of what happened in Ferguson so that it would not happen here. But out of those series of meetings came, evolved into the Safety Network, which you now hear or heard in the news this past, month, this past summer under the direction of our now mayor, Rita Ali. And then on your last week, and then I'll be done. Last week, uh, we had an event and we both were there. And he said, man, I'm getting ready to turn 60. I said, 60? I said, you get old. And then I looked, I said, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 57. No, <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. We all, we get old. <laughs> I didn't think about that until I'm like, wait a minute. Because we was in the 70s office, so I thought I was back in the 70s again. But I thought about that. But Reverend Craig, he's a brother. 
that uh, is true to his word. I invited him a couple of years ago before COVID, and as a result of COVID, as you know, we were out for the racing, but he graciously kept continued, and, and I asked him again this year, and he said he would. So it's fulfilling what I've asked him two years ago. So I'm looking forward to hearing what God is going to say to him, through him. So let's welcome Reverend Craig Williams. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. I tell you, I have to look around, look up, and think about sometimes when you're talking about accolades and things that we're actually privileged to be able to do in the city of Peoria and abroad. And I'm so grateful to the fact that he chose just a little old drunk, junkie, homeless, Preacher, poor, I'll call it whatever you want to, but he, he God chose a mess of clay, right. Right. raised it up from the dirt, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and said, I'll use you if you submit to me, Amen. if you surrender. Yeah. And I told God, I said, I don't have nothing. But I was listening to Catherine Kuhlman this morning, and I remembered when she said, but if you can take my nothingness no. and use it, I'll give you that nothing. Yes. Yeah. And here I stand today just to be able to declare and to work with people, uh, pastor, his wife. Of course I would be here. There was no way I would turn down an invite mm -hmm. from anybody, especially a person of your caliber for the work that God has given you all to do here in this city. And I'm privileged to be here. And a couple of things I'll get out of the way. One of the reasons why I'm able to say I'm married almost 32, or well, 33 years coming up. I got it right, darling. No, don't look at me like that. I'm gonna let my hair down, so y'all just be careful. I'm just getting warmed up a little bit. But, <laughs> See, and let me say this real quick, first of all. And Madam President of the Board of Southside Mission is here, and we get along so well that she gets on my nerves and I get on nerves. We both get on each other's nerves in, in the most positive way that you can believe and think. But be quiet, Miss Shea. Because she said I didn't have any hair. <laughs> See, she, she likes to tell the truth even though you know the truth. Wow. But being married to Miss Darlena for 30 years, and this is a series 33 years almost, but I'm grateful to the fact that when she gives me instructions, now I'm doing a little better. I, I, I've been a hard-headed guy all the way up to these 30 plus years. So. But I, we would be remiss without being reminded of some of the things and the tragedies that's yes, going on yes. in our city and to Amen. lift up prayers and hope for those that are struggling. Yes, and part of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing all of us in here that have that have uh, signed up to help Peoria is the fact that we want to help our city become better. Amen. We want to help our city get rid of some of this violence and yeah. some of this craziness that's going on in our city. And we're committed to that. Amen. We're committed to that. So I thank God again for just the privilege of being here to lift up, just remember those that have been through a lot of tragedy. I, I'm also grateful to the fact that when I worship with you all today, when I was able to be in worship with your congregation and yourself, 
when you go through some of the things that we go through, mm -hmm. yeah. you don't want to come to church just looking good and pretty right. and hallelujah. Got a little cute praise. Hallelujah. Right. And don't praise the Lord. And I want everybody to clap their hands. But when you've been desperate like some of us have had to go through hell and back and go through hell with a gasoline t-shirt on and all the flames coming at you. Praise and worship is what we do. Hallelujah. And when I see them worshiping and praising God, I, I just get excited because I say, now they have been through some stuff, so I might as well praise God with them. And if we came here today, it's not about how good we look and just to show up. And yeah, preaching good message, Reverend. I don't care if I preach or not, as long as I can be in the presence of God. So I can get back out here and fight this devil. Hallelujah. So you must forgive me if I, I break away from traditions and norms and all the other things that we have to go through. While our city is going to hell in a handbasket, you think I'm trying to think about this little cheap suit I got on. I asked pastor, should I dress up or not? Hallelujah. <laughs> he told me, he said, well, you do what you do, but I might wear a suit today, so... I wore a suit today. They know I like to wear them anyway. <laughs> but I want to share something with you all that I believe is connected with the theme. The theme of this church, the theme of this pastor. First and foremost, when you look at 16 years in ministry in this generation, and you made it 16 years. Wow. <laughs> Because I know, matter of fact, I hear a lot of times that a lot of churches have folded. Yes, yes. People couldn't make it as a result of COVID. Yeah. People stopped giving. Yeah. And even when they had the opportunity to give online, they still were stingy. Yeah. But to make it 16 years yeah. and come through what God yeah. has brought you all through yeah. and with your, your baby, yeah. I know some people that know something about faith that I've never preached to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I don't know about you, but if you've ever been homeless, sometimes you get mm. desperate when you get ready to go and do what God has given you to do. If you ever had to work on God, let him heal you in the process while you're moving. Oh, you get a little desperate faith. If you ever had to believe God, when every situation around you said something different, oh, you become a little desperate with your faith. So when you talk about holding on, <laughs> holding on, in times like these, well, oh, it's going to take God. Amen. Yeah, amen, amen. Yeah, yeah. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor yes, you today Lord. for your word. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Father, for this occasion, God, that you yes, brought us God. here. We thank you for the privilege to be able yes, to God. serve in ministry for 16 years. Yes, Lord. Thank, thank you, Father. Thank they. You, only they can tell you the stories, the high towers of what it's been like mm -hmm. to travail through situations, circumstances, ups, downs, ends, out. Only they can tell you. But we thank you that you brought them thus far. Yes, And our goal today is to minister, God, but it is to encourage them to keep on going on. Yes, God. Yes, God. 
So everything, God, that I have on my assignment is for them, but it is also for them that will serve with them, that yeah, will walk yeah, with them, yeah. that will be a part of this ministry yeah. now and to come. Yes, God, yes. I speak by faith for those that will darken these doors, yes. that they will come in and grab a hold of the vision. Yes, yes. Jesus. And we trust you, Father, even yes. when we can't trace you. Mm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. First of all, when you look at the theme, true belief is shown actually by the way we live our lives. So when we talk about believing and holding fast and holding on, the litmus test is, I'll see you when you get out of here today. Wow. Oh, I do metal sometimes, so y'all be prepared. I will metal with you a little bit. You know, because I'm going, Darlene ain't got the keys, the car is going forward, so I can just go and just head on out of here. I love you, Lord. Y'all have to decide if you love me or not. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's what I tell them at work. Some of them say, well, we're out, buddy. Hallelujah. Okay, keep, keep that door not moving. Hallelujah. But true belief is shown by how one lives their lives. And when you talk about Hebrew and you're still talking in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, Hebrew 10, 23, still holding fast or as pastor would say, tight to our faith. That's very important. Yeah. Because it didn't say hold it on to just hold on and just hold on so we can hold on. Again. Right, right. But it is to our faith. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then you look at Liberty uh, Church's mission, transforming believers into disciples. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you must have a foundation that that faith is built on right. so that we can help to people to transform from becoming church members to becoming disciples. Yes. Of Christ. Right there. That's it. Mm -hmm. So we're not concerned that you show up, but we're glad that you did show up. Right. Yes, yes. But this is all about transformation for people's lives to become disciples. And then what you do is a disciple goes and get another one. That's right. And then right. that's how the church grows. Right. And the church grows so much, as Paul said, sometimes it grows so much you can't even hold what comes in. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, but there's an expectation. I hear you, Pastor's wife, over there. Uh, there's an expectation that we do have an expectation that that's where we're going. Hallelujah. Expectation is only simply put expect and see. I like it. That's it. Expect and see. I can see myself coming through here uh, a couple of months or a little less than that. Uh, Pat Sherry and I have a great responsibility to run the mission so we have some expectation that we got to get some money around through here because we got some work to do for the Lord and the Lord said he will provide for his vision because the Lord, he said that's his vision so he'll provide for it Jehovah Jireh, my provider hallelujah, I think that's in the Bible somewhere yeah. Jehovah Jireh my then get out of that lottery line and trust God to provide for you. Then. Hallelujah. I told you I do metal a little bit too. You dirty wretch. Hallelujah. 
Why is faith so important and critical in this journey that we are on? Well, I'll tell you why, because I knew y'all were going to ask me. You said, y'all Bible-believing people, they give me the word, Pastor, not even word, word. <laughs> well, the Bible says in Hebrews 6, that it's impossible to please God without faith. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So when you go to the foundation, really, anything that I'm going to do, if it's going to be of God, is going to have to have the element of faith. That's it. That's Ooh, it. that's good. That's it. Yeah. If it's going to be of God, right. yeah. I won't see it in the numbers. Is that what that is? Hallelujah. We got some people that count them. Hallelujah. But it has to have an element of faith because without faith, it's impossible to please him. Yeah. Sometimes God seems. Though, as we're walking through this journey to keep transitioning, to keep moving, to go to another 16 years, seems like, just, just like God, I know you hear me, you know I don't mean nobody, but seems time, seems like sometimes God is weak on giving us details as we go through this journey. Right, 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 right. Sometimes, just ask Abraham. the whole Bible. Just ask Abraham. Yeah. When God began to speak to him, he just told him to go somewhere and when you get there, I'll tell you what to do next. Right. Yes, you right. tell us that. We'd be like, okay, so uh, so how many people are going to be there? And right. Where will they sit when they get yeah. there? And if they're sitting there and this happens, what could happen next? Yeah. And we have just choked God's faith out of everything that we're doing with our natural mind trying to think and believe and crunch all every number and do everything we believe we've been bad enough to do. Without faith it's impossible to please them. Go Abraham and I'll show you when you get where I told you to go. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. I remember Sister Dawson saying to us, and my wife will get this, don't miss what your eyes can't see. Right. And I was like, what's she talking about? I'm trying to get off these drugs. I'm trying to, sick and tired of being sick and tired. She's talking about, don't miss what your eyes can't see. And she prophesied. And I'm like, what? <laughs> if you can see it, let me say this. If you can see it, it might not be faith. If you can see it, it might not be faith. Well, I knew y'all were going to say, well, Pastor, that sounds all right, but I don't know about all that. I believe the Bible says in 2 Corinthians that we walk by faith and not by sight. Isn't that the word? That's the word. That's all I'm doing today. I, I used to get so excited, I'd preach over the Word of God. But I'm bringing this right down to where we live. Yes. That's it. We walk by faith yeah. and not by sight. Yeah. There's one of the mission ways we call it, that Southside Mission. And in the midst of walking, one of our mission ways is that we continue to focus forward. Mm. Focus full. Right. 
So I encourage you guys to continue to focus forward. And I added a little bit inside of that to make that mission way very relevant and germane to everything we do. Direction is better than speed. Because, you know, like some of us speeding Magalas, <laughs> we just go after God said it, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to get it done by any means necessary. Yes. And you run over people. Yes. Yes. You lose people. Yes. You don't train them how to hold on. Most of the time, everything preachers are pastoring and talking about is when God shows up and does what he does. Show me what happens while I'm waiting. Because that seems to be our journey. Hallelujah. Jerry, don't say a word in here. Mission way. Focus forward. Direction is better than speed. And I knew y'all were going to ask me, well, how do you define that from Scripture? Where is that in the Bible? I know so many people know word and can't live a nickel worth of dog meat. So sometimes you need to start doing this word and not preaching the word and saying the word. James talks about that. We need to become doers of the word, not only hearers only. Amen. Ecclesiastes 9 and 11. I'm just throwing these scriptures out. Y'all can catch up with the Bible study later. <laughs> Direction is better than speed. As God began to grow and show us and walk through things, the race is not given to the swift right. or to the faint, to the one, but to the one that endures to the end, that keeps it going. Direction is better than speed in most cases. Sometimes you got to make a quick decision. Don't y'all go and say, I messed up the Bible. Told you. He said, everything we do, we have to wait. No. You all know that ain't going to apply in every situation. <laughs> One of the things about the book of Hebrew, it is really designed to show us some key things. I just want to walk to a couple of those things before I close out. But one of the things I think, and I wanted to encourage you, all I seen was you all when I when I was ministering and studying and looking at them. I seen you all. I saw it for the congregation. But I seen that the leaders are going to posture themselves in such a way that God is yeah. going to show people by the way you live, by the way you yeah. hold tight, yeah. by the yeah. way you struggle through things, that right. God is a God that will answer prayers when he wants to. Yeah. But if he don't ever answer, hallelujah, yeah. he's still God. Show me what's going on when you're waiting. Show me how you deal with stuff when they ain't going to say yes. Hallelujah. In the last days, the book of Hebrews, one of the themes of that book, the Hebrew, I'm sorry, is, is it talks about in Hebrew, the first chapter, it talks about waiting on God. It talks about that God is near us. Yes. Yes. If he's near me, I'm okay. Yes. If he's walking with me, I can make it. Yes. One of the things John told us in John the 14th chapter, the 9th verse, Jesus reveals the Father to us while we're waiting. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
And he was talking to Philip, if you will, if you go deep in that text, he was talking to Philip and he was sharing with him that God is being revealed to them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Then actually, and he's near us, the Bible says, I'll, I'll just throw this in, this wasn't even in my notes, draw near to him that right. Right. as you draw near to him, he draws near to you. That's, that's, right. that's, right. that's, that's it. That's, that's it. Bible, I think it's in James, one of those chapters in James, if y'all won't get deep, y'all will figure it out. That's right, that's right. But this is the opposite of that. If he draws near to me as I draw near to him, if he draws near to me as I draw near to him, somewhere we're going to meet in the middle, hallelujah, and God, there's going to be an explosion, and then there'll be manifestation to the promise that God gave us. Let me give you some. If I go backwards, he's backwards. I'm going away from him. So I would encourage us to draw near to God as we're walking and wading through this thing. And as a matter of fact, Hebrew 4.16, it talks about that, that, that he is right there waiting on us. Yes. Waiting on us to come to the throne of heaven. And as a matter of fact, this time, he gave us a little boost. He said, you can come boldly. Yeah. Oh, I can come. Oh, I'm not coming in my pretty outfit. I'm coming boldly to the throne of grace. Why? Because he's going to be there in my time of need. Hallelujah. Keep in mind that as we're going forward, as you forward focus, things get tight. You're not alone. That's the other thing I wanted to throw out. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. Hebrew 3, 14, 15 talks about that. But let me throw this in there. This is some of the things I've learned personally too. So I'm going to get a little bit of Craig in here, okay. if you will. <laughs> Oftentimes, when you are making the right decisions in life, you won't be in the majority. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh my God. It's lonely, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess he would probably be sitting there, welcome to my world. Because yeah. he didn't have a lot of followers, y'all. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're making the God decisions, and I'll say expressly in this generation, the reason why is because this world has shifted and we have become just like the world so much and so that you can't tell us apart. So when I make a decision sometimes, they're trying to figure it out. And God says, by you go back to the beginning, this is going to be done by faith. So what they're trying to see, they are not going to see it. They're trying to figure it out. And then matter of fact, they'll make it happen if God does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to make a decision and be willing to walk alone sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be hated on, I don't know, the pastor ever experienced that. But you didn't tell me about that part. <laughs> the haters. Oh, I, 
I, I, they made me almost want to strap up on that one. Hallelujah. Them haters get you, get you going a little bit. When you make decisions that have been something that's been going on so long for so long for so long, and you hear you come and say, God, see, let's shift. Yeah. Are you yeah. crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? I hope mom ain't listening to this and mom and him, but sometimes it's even family members. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I know y'all gonna get quiet on that because y'all Peorians, all y'all connected some kind of way. Your cousin, your play cousin, your uncle. So I ain't saying no names in here. Hallelujah. Y'all is something else around here in Peoria, boy. <laughs> I told you I do metal sometimes. I did give you the disclaimer in the beginning. So, but just remember, you're not alone. That's amen. Just remember that you do not struggle alone. Just remember, Pastor, that you reach out to your brothers and sisters, uh, First Lady, and and share our struggles. James tells us to confess our faults one to another, that we may be what healed. That's it. But I told you I rode that short bus, so I always got to go back and dig a little deeper. <laughs> Don't confess your sins to him. No. <laughs> right. Right. Hello. Right. Don't confess your sins to him. Especially to the ones you don't really know. One of the reasons why I won't confess my sins to you all, not even my wife, because my wife can't forgive me from so I can confess, darling, I made a hot mess of work today. I'm going to get it right. I feel, when you pray for me, but she don't know that all the other stuff I did in there that I had to go to Jesus so he can forgive my secret. And all I just asked her to just work with me with these little things that I shared with her. Because yeah. <laughs> I got to go to bed with her. As a matter of fact, if I say something, I might have mentioned her at work. So I might get myself in trouble. 33 almost years will teach you you better learn something, brother. If you're, if you're walking up in there tonight, hallelujah. I told y'all I was going to let me hear it out a little bit. You confess sin to God. He's the only one that can forgive sin. That's right. And when you're confessing, can I just throw out something that I've learned? I'm just telling y'all, just working with the pastor and the anniversary. We're going to love on him. I hope we're going to bless him real good and some, with some cash. Let's tell the truth today in the church. <laughs> y'all ain't just coming up here and listening. Ooh, that rare was good. Rare was heavy. Get out them pocketbooks, Hollywood. And he haven't asked for anything. Yeah. That's the people I like to bless you. They don't ask me for nothing. Mm -hmm. And I ain't got much of you. But if you don't ask me for nothing, I'm going to find a way to be a blessing. Yes. Yes. God been too good to me. Yes. One of the things you have to be careful of while you're confessing your faults one to another is do be careful about worshiping your weakness. Mm -hmm. ah, don't yeah. worship your weakness. He reckoned with me, man. You've been doing that for 30 years. Come on now. Don't do that. Don't do Jesus like that. Worship our weakness. God, I need help and I'm putting that stuff on the altar because if you don't get a hold of me, I'm going to bust somebody's head to the white me. Oops, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said, well, Lord, I'm going to pray and I'm going to hit them over the head with the Bible. <laughs> I may not get an invite back, but I better tell it all today. Hallelujah. Because this is real talk. That's it. And your Bible has been declared. Mm -hmm. 
But God has given us strategies that sometimes we overlook and we spiritualize. Mm -hmm. And the people are teaching us that ain't living it yes. themselves. Right. Yes. Yes. That's deep. You gonna tell me this, and you don't have no victory in your life. Right. So be careful about worshiping your weakness. I'm not even gonna keep telling the same. Well, dude, struggle. God, you, I need some deliverance today. Yes. Amen. Today, I'm tired of being the way I am. Yes. Especially if it's not the way you want me yes, to be. Yes, now, how can you excuse that? Because you know how we are. We make excuses for stuff mm -hmm. that we don't want to deal with. I was all right because it was noisy until I hit that, you know, that, no, that, 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 that Lord Jesus helped me first. I'm the chief of them, okay? Mm -hmm. Can I tell y'all that so we can be cool? Teach. Lastly, most importantly, mm -hmm. for you all especially, remember your purpose. Remember what God called you to. Yes. In the midst of all of the struggles. You all out there. Remember your purpose. Yes. Hallelujah. If you don't know it. Begin to seek the Lord for what he has you on this earth for. Amen. Remember your purpose. I was sharing a couple of weeks ago. I, I went to Atlanta and I, I made the trip work for many reasons. Uh, especially in the midst of what we were all dealing with. And one of the things I shared with my bishop and my mentor that I believe God shared with me shared is to finish strong. Mm. Yeah. Finish strong. That's not to say that you're done yeah. and completed what God has given you. Yeah. But in these last days that yes, we're sir. living in, all of the chaos yeah. That's going on in our world. Yeah. God is calling us back to truth. Hallelujah. And then we are to finish strong. Hallelujah. With what God is taught. Away with religion. I don't God, care yes. about your yeah. doctrine. Yes, right. What you think you believe yeah. in. Yeah. Jimmy crack corn and I don't yeah. care. Hallelujah. I don't care yeah. about any of that. But if you picked a mess of clay up and brought him from drugs, from alcohol, yes, from homelessness, yes, from being locked up, yes. from being crooked and crazy, yes, if you brought me there, my desperate faith says, God, I want to complete that which you started in yes. me. And that's what I declare to you all today. Yes. And you are finished strong. Yes. Don't worry about sometimes you will have to walk along. The majority of us will have to do that yes. in this generation because the world has shifted in such a way we have become just like them. Yes. You can't fix a problem with a problem. Is that the reason our city is the way it is? Because we are the problem. You do the math. It's a problem with the problem. Yeah. So God is raising up some crazy faith-filled people yeah. that won't be trying to walk by what they see, but they'll be walking by faith. Yeah. 
It'll be what I don't see, what I need to be worried about, what you all need to be focused on is what you don't see. Amen. What we see sometimes is distracting yes. and it is designed to get us off the course. Simply put, if we can help somebody along the way, God, yes. my Lord, and I want to do good. I want to help them. I want to bless them. Yeah. But I don't see, if I don't see them in heaven, and I'm making it, and they My know, Lord. there's going to be some problems with Jesus and me. Yeah. And it's going to be him with me. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, I helped him. I got him a good education. Yeah. Lord, I helped. I fed him. Yeah. We, we, God, you bless people to support the ministry. They help feed them. Yeah. God, all that was great. And, but get... Where are they at? Where are they at? Where are they at? Where are they at? I don't want to do this in vain. Can I just be personal? So that's what God is calling us to. And I say this. It will be a journey sometimes by yourselves. You have to get some good people. Some very trusted people to walk with you. Yeah. But even then, it's going to be a journey by yourself. And God is going to show us because some of the things that He's brought us from, it was you and God. When you got down to the nitty gritty, Mr. White back there can tell you, when you get down to when it's you and God and those things God is working on, trying to work through us and in us and for us, and it's just us and God. And He's that's who you're going to have to deal with in some cases. And then he will surround you with good support. But what if that even doesn't work? Mm. Have you ever been in a room with a lot of people and you feel so lonely? Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Finish strong. Finish strong. Yeah. Hold on. Praise God. The theme is real talk. The woman at the well in my first and last closing, the woman that had the issue, I'm sorry, that had the issue with the blood, it wasn't all of the, the maneuvers that she went through that got her body healed. The Bible says it like this. Woman, thy faith has made the whole. It's going to be faith and believe in God when every circumstance, everything else don't yeah. Yeah. The woman had you got healed because of her faith. Yes. She kept talking long enough to believe it. If thou could only touch the hem of his garment. She could then to decree her faith. Her life was decreed before she ever got there. It's going to be our faith that's going to produce things. It's going to be the faith of those soldiers that standing up against this city crazy self sometimes. Yeah. Hallelujah, I said it. Yeah. It's, yes, it's going to be taking some of us to stand up and say, enough is enough. That's it. That's it. Amen. Yeah. Hold tight Hold to the confession of your faith to what God has called you to. Yes. I support you. Hallelujah. 
not in word, but in deed. This church, we support him. Amen. Amen. Well, then repeat after me. Say, Pastor, Pastor. Pastor's wife, Pastor. we support you. Not only in name, not only in word, but in deed. Especially in times of trouble. Amen, amen. God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Bless you, Pastor. Bless you, sister. I love you all. Bless you, man. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Great word.